Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. So this morning the Lord has just laid a few things in my heart um, and it, the, the message of what I'll be speaking about is seven ways to honor your mother. Before we do that, I would like if Miss Ivy would come up and share about a little bit about her mom, her grandma. All right. Yes. Yeah, this is my first time, so bear with me if I'm a little bit nervous. Um, happy Mother's Day to everyone. I want to honor three wonderful ladies in my life. Um, of course, my mom and both my grandmas, my uh, mom's mom and then my dad's mom. Um, my mom, you know, she's a super hardworking lady. She's in her 70s. And she's like the energizer bunny, and she just keeps going and going and going. So I have learned grit, grind, hustle, and bustle. Um, that's what I've learned from her. She loves the Lord, too. Uh, but what I learned from my grandmas is the power of prayer from both my grandmas. Um, you know, both my grandmas, I, I can, you know, still see them. One of my grandmas would have a Bible um, always with her and always praying. Um, my other grandma, who's we just celebrated 90 years of her life, and she's always praising God and, you know, thank God. Um, she brought me to, uh, she, she, we were raised Catholic. Um, she uh, brought me to Friday uh, rosaries, Black Friday rosaries every Friday. And so, you know, growing up, I, I knew the Lord. But not had a, I didn't have a relationship with him. But I did see my grandmas have a relationship with the Lord because I could see them, you know, just praying heartfelt prayers, um, you know, because I had to share a bedroom with, with one of my grandmas. So um, heartfelt prayers in the morning, I could, you know, hear her and I, I would see her and like, what is she doing? You know, who is she talking to? But uh, yes, so um, just those three wonderful ladies in my life um, who have given me a solid foundation in the Lord and just how to be a really good mother, um, you know, to TJ and um, my daughter Ava and, and then my grandkids. So I want to be a good example to them um, in, in seeking and pointing them to the Lord, definitely. Amen. Amen. So, yes, happy Mother's Day to everyone. Thank you. Amen. One of the key things she touched on is that her grandmother was a praying, praying mother. Thank God for praying mothers, amen? amen? You know, my grandmother prayed for our family, and that's the reason why I'm here today, and I think that's amazing. If you have children, continue to pray for your children. Do not give up. Do not give up. Continue to pray for them. I want to share just a little bit about seven ways to honor your, your mother. Love her unconditionally, no matter what, no matter how she treats you. And I know sometimes it's hard to do. Some of us do have mothers that maybe were a little more harsh or just had a harder time. Maybe they were a single parent and had a hard time raising them. Sometimes I can understand that mothers can be harsh. But if you have a loving grandmother that always loved on you, make sure to reach out to her and love her unconditionally. Yes. Number two, remember to hug her affectionately. And you know, as I was writing these points down, I love both of my daughters very much. I'm so thankful that the Lord gave me the two girls, but they are so very different. I have one that 
is really loud and likes to talk a lot, which that's a good thing. And then I have another one that's just kind of quiet and very put together and likes to observe. She likes to watch. Doesn't say a whole lot, but she likes to watch. And, and they're very special girls, but my daughter Raquel, her love, love language is touch, is hugs. So she constantly will look at me and, oh, mom, I need a hug, I need a hug. Even last night we came from a baseball game and she tells me, mom, oh, give me a hug. That's the best hug. And I think it's kind of funny because it's, it's just a hug. <laughs> but don't forget to give your mother a hug and tell her how much you love her. Number three, understand her sympathetically. Remember that moms wear many hats, wear cooks, wear housekeepers, wear Ubers. We gotta make sure, wear alarm clocks, gotta make sure that when the kids are young that they wake up on time to get to, to, get to school. So make sure that you understand them. Number four, listen to her attentively. You know that when kids are little and when they fall down or when something happens to them, who do they always cry out for? Mom. Or um, because I work at a school, sometimes we have kids where we pass out awards and right away the kids will stand up and I always see them doing this. Mom, mom, mom. So when your kids are little, but kids, when you're little, you always want mom, mom's attention. So make sure as you get older and your parents get old that you give your mothers that attention that they need. Yes. Number five. It is the big one. Help her cheerfully. When you're young and children, when you're older and your parents are a lot older, help them cheerfully because I'm sure that they always helped you whenever you were in a bind. Number six, remember her gratefully. Little things mean a lot to mom. You know, just a simple call or talk, mom, how are you doing? Every now and then, I love that I have talks like that with, with my girls. I remember that when my mom was around, I would have just little simple little chats with her. And I know now that they meant a whole lot to her because I know that they do mean a whole lot to me. Number seven, we must remind her how much she is needed. You know, when kids are little, kids when you're little, we're always there because we know that for every little move you make, we need to be there, whether it's taking you to the store, taking you to school, to the doctor's appointment, to whatever it is, we are always there. So when your parents get older, make sure that you let your moms know how much, how much they are needed. She gave the best years of her life to you. You can let her know in her, in her older age how much she still is needed. I have one other little story that I'd like to, to share. And then I'll be wrapping that up. Um, this is actually a true historical story of, of a man surviving a, actually several shipwrecks. The name of the man is Peter Ridgely, and this happened in 1820. Peter Ridgely got on a ship in 1820 and was sailing from England to Australia. 
the ship encountered some problems and it began to sink. He was the only survivor. A second ship happened to come along and rescue this man. And believe it or not, that second ship encountered some issues or was going through a storm and that one ended up sinking. So there again you have him. He's out to sea just, just floating. A third ship is coming by and happens to see him and picks him up. And I, I really didn't believe the story, but wait till I get to the end. So the, the third ship ends up picking him up, the same thing. And he's the only survivor. And then it, as I kept listening to the story, a fourth ship came by, picked him up, the same thing. There was a storm and everybody drowned, but only he was alive. And then again, it happened with the fifth one. Now, this is documented. I'm not making it up, and it's not a story that I just heard, but there is, there is proof. If you look this man up, you will find out that there, there is proof. So then the sixth ship came along, and the name of this ship was called City of Leeds. So they ended up picking him up, bringing him into the, the ship. They fed him, gave him some dry clothes, and so the gentleman started sharing to the people on board what had happened to him, because it was like an unbelievable story. But um, they kind of heard him out, and they, they were listening to him. And then finally, when they were ready to get to their destination, the captain ended up calling this gentleman and said, you know, when we started this journey a couple of weeks ago, there was this old mother there was this old lady that was on the ship that we all got to really love her and really like her, and she got to know all of our names. And all of a sudden, she ended up getting really sick, and we think that she's going to die because she hasn't been eating. She kind of goes into a coma. She comes in and out of it. But she says the strangest thing is that we hear her praying. Oh, God, let me see my son one last time. So as the captain is sharing this story with this gentleman, the captain says, you know, this mom knows all the crew members and she's gotten to, to really like us and she knows us each all by name. She goes, but since we found you in the middle of the ocean, could you play the part of the son? Because we would like her to die in peace and know that she's seen her son. And the gentleman says, sure, I'll be willing to do that. You saved my life. I'll be willing to do that for you. So as the captain starts walking towards the, the, the lady's room, they enter into the room, and, and the gentleman knelt by the, the lady's bed. And as he begins to see her face, He begins to get teary-eyed because he looks at her and he looks into her eyes and he starts to tell her, Mom, I'm here. You see, during all those times that the gentleman got on the ship and the ship would sink and people would drown and he was the only one alive, he knew that God had a mission for him. And he knew that it just wasn't by accident or by coincidence that he would get rescued by another ship. 
His mother was a strong, praying mom. And just make sure that you honor your moms. And moms, if you have children, continue to pray. Our kids go through some very, very different and difficult phases as they're growing up. I know with our girls, being able to raise two girls, sometimes I get that the teenage years are hard. Sometimes the kids do go into to depression. And you as a mom, you have to help them. You have to pray for them. But don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. And even if your children at this point aren't living the way the Bible commands, don't just say, you know what, it's okay. You can live that way. No. As a mom, as a Christian mom, as as this mother on the ship, she prayed and she prayed and she begged and she pleaded that God would allow her to see her son one more time. I encourage you moms, if your children aren't living the way the Bible commands, then pray for them. Don't, don't just make it a lost cause or say, well, I, it's okay. No, don't be that type of mom. Be the type of mom that God has commanded you to be, to continue to pray for your children. <laughs>